She was like, cool. I took it uh, like three times. The second time I took it was amazing, though. Like a real trippy experience. Very peaceful time. So, yo, what's up? What's up? What's Welcome going to, on? Welcome to Baba Susia. Hey, Baba Susia. Yeah, yo, you already know. Um, yo, introduce yourself to everybody, man. It's your girl, honey, baby. You already know. <laughs> yo, all right, all, right. all right. So I always start this off by asking the the people that come on to the podcast. Normally, I tell them, um, you know, who is Honey Baby? Honey Baby is the next biggest fucking thing walking, literally. Like a walking billboard. Honey Baby is the... Oh, no, I can already tell that your energy off rip just... I was like, oh, no, nah, that's a lot of energy. You're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely going to have some fun. Yes, I'm just like, I just, I'm just, I'm here. I'm here living life. Honey Baby is just the next big thing. Honey Baby is big Hunsky. Honey Baby is Honey Baby. Nah, I hope so. I hope the so. energy screams, screams Honey Baby. <laughs> uh, no. Honey Baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, um, so where are you from? Um, I'm from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, it's so you're like from from Jersey. I'm Jersey. I'm Jersey for real. All right. All right. Deep then we in Jersey. All right, let's talk a little bit about Jersey. Yeah, man. Okay, so you grew up in Asbury Park? Yeah, it's mass small. It's like one square mile. Um We got we got something in common. I grew up in a town that was like a square mile long. Yeah, mad little, mad Tiny as fuck. Mm, everybody like, know each other. Everybody know each other. There's a town that's connected right next to Asbury called Neptune. And oh, it's all tune. like Yes, and it's all <laughs> combined. Like yeah, all of it is combined, but it's still so little. Everybody know everybody. Nobody really make it out of there. Um well, I don't say nobody because you're moving out. So. I'm moving now, but you know, like the standard is like you ain't you ain't really coming out of there and being like you know big, like big, big, yeah. you know, like a household name. Like I want to be a household deal, name. Yeah, we always 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 got to deal with the shit that like Jersey's always like number two to everybody else, which always, is but, crazy because we have Lauren Hill, we have Queen Latifah, you know Michael have, B. Jordan. Like, come on, like these are greats right now. Whitney Houston, come on, Whitney Houston. Yeah, don't get me started with Whitney. Yeah, and I will always love you. you. Oh man, Whitney, (laughs) God, I be listening to Whitney at work. They be looking at me like, yo, what the fuck? Packing up weed and shit, listening to Whitney Houston. Motherfuckers be like, yo, you listen to this shit? I'm like, of course, man. Come on, I got like one of her songs on like repeat, like in my playlist right now. Yeah. When I stop bitch, Jersey, Jersey made, Jersey bread. But you know what it is though, like Jersey, we got a lot of great composers though. That's the thing. We got, got a lot, lot of writers. Great shit going on. There's that girl, um, Nigel. She's a writer. She wrote a lot of songs, um, and she's actually a Jersey girl. And I think she's now coming out as a, a artist. But amazing songwriter. Like she wrote a lot of hits. A lot of people that write a lot of hits are getting tired of like watching other people kind of like butcher this shit or be like, yo, like. Oh, hey, I'm gonna write this song and then yada yada yada. I'm gonna give you like these credits and then you're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you only put like a period. Songwriters, <laughs> I, I feel like they definitely have a heart because it's just like, I know they probably be writing shit that's so personal or so oomph to them. And then it's like, you know, as their job, it is to just 
give it mm-hmm. out to certain artists. But I mean, that's what they do. So they it probably don't bother them. But as a songwriter myself. Do you ever feel like at moments you'd be like, God damn, I got like the worst writer blocks. Because I, I get that shit yes. as like a producer. Yes. Like, I had writer's block not too long ago. And I could not write nothing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, what the fuck? Like... How do you how do you get out of this? How do you how do you go about not feeling anything? I feel like writer's block for a writer is just numb. Like you yeah. just feel a numb. Like nothing bad is going on. Nothing toxic is going on. And nothing <laughs> too, 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 too amazing. You know, like nothing like ah is going on to make you want to write it or put it in a certain type of words. I was just like in this little weird ass phase <laughs> of just I'm here. Like I'm just here in this world. And wow. I don't have nothing to talk about. I don't have nothing to say. And if I do want to say something, it's like I don't. I can't get it out of my motherfucking mouth. Yeah, that is true. Cause tell you this, I think like for you to get writer's block, you definitely gotta be outside and going through things, and put yourself through some <laughs> unnecessary shit. Yeah. For you to get some ideas to go down, cause um, like myself, like I do like film and stuff like that. So it's kind of like different producing that, cause that's like uh, you gotta like really go sing and go be outside, outside and see shit. Like, if you, depending on what you do, like, if you're, like, like with music, it relates back to music, too, because it's, like, oh, it depends on what you do. Like, if you talk about sad shit, you're talking about sad shit. If you're talking about getting money, let's get money. If you're talking about, like, yo, shake ass, shake ass, and shit like that. Period. You know? Like, you just got to go through shit. Yeah. But do you feel like when you're making your music and stuff, do you feel like it's a little bit, like, when you get, the, when you get past those roadblocks, do you feel like as, like, an artist, like, yo, like, oh, shit. Like, once you get past it, you're like, yo, this shit's going to be a hit. And when you hear it, like, in the studio, you're like, yo, this shit is dope. Hell yeah. I just got over writer's block and was just able to write. And um, I went to the studio the other day and How I laid down writer's some, block um, My writer's block lasted, like, a month. Damn. No lie. I was just in, like, a stuck phase, period. What were you going through, though? Just, like... I can't even explain it because there was nothing too, too bad going on in my life. Everything was going really good. <laughs> it was good. too positive. She was yeah, like, nah. like, Yo, like everything was going so good. And this one thing was just bothering me so bad. Yeah, you stubbed your toe? Like it literally felt like a, a stub <laughs> on my toe, like, or like a, a itch, like an itch that wouldn't go away. Like, and I'm just like, yo, how do I not let this like mm. affect everything good that's going on around me? And on top of that, I wasn't having life experiences like I was kind of mm. just working I wasn't going out with my friends or I wasn't really going out and like getting this bag so it's not yeah, yeah like I was just kind of just like trying to trying to figure out what to focus on mm. how to focus on it I was just so focused on trying to be focused I was mm. so unfocused and I couldn't get anything out and I was just like fuck what do I do I'm trying to bring up old feelings I'm trying to piss myself off I'm trying to text you old some links. Jordan shit huh yo I'm like I'm trying to do everything in my like, power. I'm to take this personal. <laughs> and yeah, like trying to make it personal. And then in the end, I'm just like, yo, I just want to lay in my bed and just go to sleep all day because this is just irking me. Everything's irking me. Like, what the fuck? And then I heard myself on the radio. And then that was just like. That, woo, that got me. I was like, oh, fuck. What is a writer's block? What is a no yo, life experience? I had to go out, shake my ass, but, write a tune. So. How did that happen? The whole radio, getting on the radio and everything. And what radio station was it on? It was on Hot 97. Oh, Hot 90s classic. Oh, Hot 90s. Yes, it was on Hot 97. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so vivid. I could relive the whole thing. It was Hot 97. And I was in a car with my big dog, my Mm CEO. And we was driving. I was so sick that day. Like, it was something wrong with my stomach. I was just. Let's give a shout out to the CEOs. Big shout out to Big K Mac. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo, 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 woo. K Mac. Big dog, 
Yeah. Um, but like you were saying. Yeah, I was in a car with K-Mac. Mm-hmm. I had just left this little meeting that we had about, you know, like me being in a phase, a stuck phase, and my worth ethic not really matching up to what I need to be doing. And when we left that studio session, I'm in the car and I'm just like, oh my God, I don't feel good. My stomach, my head and everything. And I'm laying in the car and I'm laying in the seat and all I hear is my voice. And I look at him and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, cause it's the clean version playing. So I'm looking at him like, why are you playing this right now? And when I look at the radio, I'm like, what the fuck? That's all I could say was what the fuck. My whole reaction was what the fuck. And I just started crying so bad. And I was like, I never heard myself on the radio. It was like great tears of joy. Oh my God. And I was embarrassed because I'm like, oh my God, I'm crying. But it was just like uh like a um it was kind of like a uh how do I put it? Just like it was a smack in the face, like, girl, this is real. Like everything that you're doing right now, like, like it's no longer for play play. Like, this is real life now. This is your job. <laughs> you know, like, stop being sad, girl. Like, like relax. Like, you know, <laughs> like. Like, slap, like, 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 wake your ass up. tighten up. And that shit tightened me the fuck up. I, that next day, I felt so good. I was like, I'm on a radio. Like, everybody heard me on the radio. I've never been on the radio. I used to go. I went, I went from calling radio stations to them playing me on the radio. And I don't really know how it happened. Um, so you my used to big call dog, the radio stations back then? Yeah, I have a, like, my best friend has Uh a video of me in 2019 calling the radio station, sitting in the car, calling the radio station and and singing on the radio. And being like, yo, please play my, like, yo, please play me on the radio. I used to chase Drewski down, like, real bad. (laughs) Like, when I was up and coming, like, real, real bad, like, real up and coming. Well, that's what you got to do, though, because I feel like, I don't know, like, you like, you always got to go hard for what you want. You know what I mean? You have to make yourself seen. You you can't just sit there and just be like, ah, oh, like, I'm not going to try hard. Especially, like, because there's, there's always, like, the, the other outcomes that come with it, too. Like, being a woman, too, that's the right one that you got to deal with. Probably the bullshit you probably got to handle all the time. Thankfully, I don't have too, too much bullshit being a girl. But I think it's because of... You have the backup. I have a... Else. Yeah, like the the type of people that I surround myself exactly. around. A lot of... um, They have a lot of respect for... The people that I surround myself around. So that's for right now, though. You know, I haven't even gotten to a. Oh, wait until you get to the life. point where you gotta have like, yo, I gotta have like mercenaries as security guards, ex mercenaries, like, yeah, yo, like, or like, like, yo, like, certain people really starting to notice me. You know, it's gonna get crazy, but right now it's just really calm, cool, and collective. It's just like, so like I, going outside. How does that feel sometimes? Like when people start recognizing you a little bit, little going little. outside. Um, like you're like, oh shit. Oh, oh my God. I was walking. Oh, my God. I went back to my hometown the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to my mama's house mm-hmm. and I was like, Mom, I don't want to walk to the store. I don't drive. I don't have miles. You don't drive? I do not fucking drive. How are you from Jersey? You not drive? Because public transportation. Girl, Jersey, yo, we all the same. Oh, I don't like public transportation. Fuck that. Yo, I don't do that. Fuck that. The bus, the train, the Uber. Or we have somebody yo, bring us. Like, yo, I don't do that shit. Fuck that. I drive everywhere. Yo, I have a consistent thing that I'm like, yo, fuck that. I'll pay for parking. I'm yo, like, I work for a reason. I bust my ass for, for a, a reason. reason. You're like, yo, I'm going to pay for parking. I'm going to fuck. When I get my I'm license, it's over because I'm a, like, I like to be a busy like, body. What car you like, though? What's, what's a car you like, though? I want a Jeep. I want a pink Jeep. Oh, I was Jeep. expecting you to be like, oh, I want a Tesla or something. Hell no. I want some big body bitch shit. Like, I want to sit up. Well, I like, want to sit up when I drive. Like, vroom, vroom, vroom. so when I hop out the car and I see a little girl. A Jeep, though, like Wrangler type shit? Yeah, and I want it yeah. pink. I want it matte pink. 
and I want the everything else to be black. I want the interior oh, to be black. I want the frames. You know, to be pink black. is one of is my favorite color though. Really? Yeah. Pink is my favorite color in the whole entire world. Yeah, me too. It's sick actually. Like everything has to be pink. Like yeah. I was one of those kids. Like, <laughs> like you're not allowed to get the pink one. I need the pink straw. You get the blue one. <laughs> nah, it, it was always red because I was like, yo, I got it. Like I always used to be like, nah. Closest thing to me. <laughs> it's pink and red. It's between those two colors. Yo, I don't and know if why. there's no pink, I'm definitely going with red. Yeah. Cause it's the closest thing to pink. Like I was really just one of those kids. Like I had red to have is like pink very everything. dominant. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell you kind of like yes. Scorpio. Yeah. <laughs> it's right on my yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a sister that's a Scorpio too, and it's yeah, like I'm yeah, I'm very. Um, I guess yeah, I'm very just like. Um, yeah. Just. Yeah, the I minute I walk in the like room, I'm the like, way. yeah, like yo, but you're like, uh, like you're different though, cause my sister's an introvert though, cause yeah, I have like the introvert and the outrovert. Outrovert. Yeah. yeah. Like. I'm very um, outroverted. Like, I love to, like, I'm a social butterfly. I love to, like, talk to people. I love to be seen. I love to be out. I love to interact. Like, I just feel like the world is so big. Mm -hmm. I cannot be in a show. Like, I've never been in a show, ever. Yeah, me neither, yo. They call me, my family calls me. You know, I don't even know what the word si vergüenza means, like, in Spanish. Yeah, it's all right, cool. It means no <laughs> shame. It's like my parents tell me I got no shame, but I also claim it to myself. I'm like, yo, you know I got no shame. Like, yeah, I told my I grandma all the no time. No shame in my game. Yeah, like, I'm always, like, a no shame-ass person, but, like, um... Yeah. Yeah, that was me, but... Beyond that, I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, like, Capricorns, we're, like, we're pretty weird, though. We're, like, very introvert, but, like... Crazy, but like introverted. My mom's a time. cap, and she acts just like me. Her birthday is January fourteenth. She acts just like Nine me. Seven. And my cousin is a Capricorn, but she's more so introverted, extroverted. Like she's um, she's very comfortable around who she's comfortable around, mm-hmm. and more so like quiet, calm, cool, and collective. Yeah. Around people she don't know, but my mama, she just, oh, yeah. she's out there. Oh, she don't give a fuck. <laughs> she don't give a fuck around. She gonna talk. And say whatever she wants. She don't got no filter. Yeah, it's oh Capricorn God. shit. Gang, gang, yo. We don't give a like fuck. We're fucking, yo. We're, <laughs> we're nutcases, yeah. And my mom was crazy. Just a question I have, though. Like, when you was a kid, were you like, just, you have this much energy as a kid? Always. Oh, always. And like, I didn't. Yeah, did you do any sports or anything like that? No. I did cheer one year and I was in dance for like two, three years. But other than that, I wasn't really like, that wasn't my steez. I just wanted to make music. Like, yeah, music was, was always my I was thing. about to ask you, like, as a kid, like, how was it, though, growing up, though? Um, My childhood was 50% bad and 50% good. Like, it was just, like, in between. But, like, like as far as, like, what I wanted to do, I, mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do music. That was never a question. Like, that wasn't something that came up. You know how people be like, I never thought I was going to do... No, I knew I was going to do this. Yeah. I knew I was going to do this. Like, this wasn't a question in my head. I They tell me <laughs> that I used to tell them, I'm going to be famous, and I'm going to be so big, and my music is going to be everywhere. And they said that I was just always just very, like, strong-headed about that. I didn't even know I was that strong-headed about it until they started telling me recently, like, my family and everything. But mm. I've always been a nutcase. I've always liked to make people laugh and smile no. and take the, the, the attention in the room. Like, they say I've always been like this. Always. I remember being nutty, though. I was a yeah. nutty-ass kid. Yeah, nutty as hell. <laughs> yeah. I watch videos of myself in like school and I'm like, damn, what the hell, girl? Sit your ass down. Yeah, it was kind of a nutcase too, a little bit. But I wasn't, I was more like a jock, but like a weird jock because I was like cool with everybody. Like the one dude that everybody was like, nah, I fuck with Jacob. Like, yo, just call him up. Like, he'd come through or like whatever it was. But I was, I was pretty crazy too. 
I was nutty. And we had like a whole wrestling match in our boys' bathroom one time. And like they speared me through a wall. And then we broke we broke like the stall and everything. Oh no, you're a nut. Yeah, yeah. We like a peanut for yeah, real. Yeah, I played football. Like, come on. What like, the hell? What's you doing? <laughs> playing football and bashing my head and stuff. But nah, um, but yeah, as a kid, yeah, it was pretty wild. But did you you was like you was always like into like other hobbies though, right? Like dancing and stuff like that. And it was always involving like entertainment things. Oh uh, yeah, I was like when I did dance, I was young. I did dance from I did hip hop classes and we did like. Oh, so you did like real hip hop, hip hop. Yeah, we would have like, <laughs> oh my God, and the Christmas time was the worst time. They would make us do like these damn recitals yeah. outside. We had to do a recital outside and then we had to do a big recital for Christmas and we had to do a Christmas song. And then we would have our end of the year recitals and it was just <laughs> so much. And my dance school was like two hours away. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but my grandmother made it happen. I did dance for like three years and I did cheer for one year and then I was like, I don't really want to do this. Like, but in like high school and middle school, they was like they always assumed I was a cheerleader. I moved around a lot. Okay. And they always assumed I was a cheerleader. And I was like, Why do y'all think that? And they're like, Because you're so fucking bubbly. Like, exactly. like how I'm are not you not like into something? Cause I don't wanna do that. I want I wanna be famous. I don't even wanna be here. Hmm. <laughs> I wanna be on TV. That was my biggest thing in the world. Like, damn, I was so determined about that. Now looking back, like, okay. wow, you so go, girl. You said you had mentioned your grandmother. Your grandmother is a big, like, influence in your life. My grandmother raised me. Okay, okay. She made everything happen for me. I can tell how when you said, yeah, my grandmother made sure <laughs> I got to that area. Right? She made sure I was good, all right? Yeah, my nanny didn't play no games. Like, if I told her, I want to do this, she she's making it happen. Like, you want to do it? All right, we're going to do it. Yeah, I'm going to make sure you get there. Nah, I'll I'm going to make sure it happens. Though. My grandmother made everything happen for me. Shout out to her for real. Yeah, for real, for real. I got to give her the world one day, goddamn. Yeah. I'll be asking for it. Back. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it, though. You're working. You're working. You're doing what you got to do. If not, you know, it's, that's what we do it for. It's for them. Yeah, definitely. People that looked out for us. But, you know, um, you know, it's basically I could kind of tell you weren't probably calm, cool. You were probably more, like, yeah, outgoing and, I, and stuff. Yeah. So... When did you realize, like, yo, at, like, what age did you, like, pivot and you were like, yo, I'm going to take this music thing, like, very serious, like, you're like, I'm not joking around with this no more. And, like, you had that, like, moment that you were like, yo, I'm really going to do this. Like, that I'm was, about to be a rock star. That was always my moment. It was always. But, like, I came to the conclusion that I wasn't going to come out as an artist. Like, you mm -hmm. know, like, here I am. Like, this is my music and this is me until I graduated high school. I had this whole thing in my head. Like, Where I don't want to know. I graduated from Kingsburg. Oh, okay. yeah, I moved around a lot. I graduated from Kingsburg and I had this whole thing in my head. Like when I graduate, I'm not going to give a fuck about what nobody think about me because I don't need to see y'all no more. I'm graduated. Yeah. We we adults now. Mm -hmm. I was always like, even like with YouTube and stuff like that, I always felt like people was going to make fun of me or people was going to laugh at me or try to clown me. Like, look, look at this bitch over here trying to do this shit. Da -da -da -da. And that was not the reaction I got. That was the dumbest thing we could have thought as like kids coming up i yeah. thought yo we used to think at where, where where we grew up if i was like damn if we would have recorded all the nutty shit we used to do go viral right now viral we would have been famous all of us from my school we would have all been famous they would have been like yo what high school y'all go to this is the funnest high school yo we were wild we used to yo. curse out teachers and shit like nutty ass high school shit. yo my high school was like crazy. i wish i would have jumped on that shit years ago yo like i'm i'm actually genuinely glad that i didn't do what i did like what i wanted to do in high school because if I did it, I don't think anything would have turned out the way that it did now. I'm, I'm such a big believer in like divine timing. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I feel like I was a little bit smart for waiting to allow myself to grow because I was so worried about other people's opinions and, mm-hmm. you know. You felt like as a person you matured. Yeah. Like, yourself time. Like once, I, like, once I graduated, my mindset definitely shifted a lot from giving a fuck about what other people think. <clears throat> I feel like mm-hmm. it would have affected everything I did. I would have never been able to sprout or really show my true self worrying about what the next motherfucker is going to think or worrying about, oh, if, if I walk into this building, everybody's going to see my YouTube video or everybody's going to see my song or everybody's going to know this and that. Like, it's not a worry no more. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck. Once I graduated, I did not give a fuck about nothing. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. <laughs> fuck y'all. Y'all are in college stressing, <laughs> scressing and depressed. And Stay over there. Us. Yeah. Yeah, God, that was why I was one of those. Uh, yeah, it was depressing. Nah. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> depressed as hell. I went to cosmetology school and I was in there like, That's yo. Bread. Yo. I would have did that shit while I was in school and I would have been making mad bread. Oh, God. Cosmetology school? I quit cosmetology school because I came to the conclusion this ain't even for me. I'm glad I went though. Like, if I didn't go to cosmetology school, I wouldn't have the friends that I have now. Um, I would have never. Always been, happens. Yeah, like I would have never been dedicated to like certain things that I was. Like I was in cosmetology school, editing YouTube videos and writing songs and shit because I just wanted to get out of there so bad. That's like, how it is sometimes. Man. And if I didn't go there, I probably would have never been so determined to do other things. I probably just would have been sitting on my ass, like, mm-hmm. or trying to figure out what am I gonna do until I could get music done, or what am I gonna do until I pop on YouTube, or what am I gonna do until then? No, I'm in school. I'm doing something. Yeah, you didn't want to stay behind. It's always good to keep yourself busy, you know. I love being busy. If I'm not busy, I get depressed. Yeah, then you feel like you're going like nowhere. Yeah, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not going nowhere. Now I really don't want to do nothing. If it, it it feels like yo, like you're stuck in sand and quicksand. Yes, like being like, in the house all day yeah. and stuff. Like yeah, I would much depressing. rather be running all day because then I feel like I'm doing something productive. I feel like um, you know, I'm I'm doing something with my life. I like I being sitting down all day really don't do nothing for me. It don't do it for me at mm-hmm. all. All right. So who was the one person that like got you like when there were moments like let's say when you were back then like trying to get started with the whole music and everything. Who was the one person that kept you going like yo you got to keep doing this. This is what you want. And um, you know that this comes with it like you got to keep doing this. <laughs> my dad and my friends. When I took started like taking music real serious like dropping music and everything my friends were definitely like, you know, you got to get up, girl. You got to you gotta drop this. Or if I would show them, like, a voice memo, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, let's go to the studio right now and let's go get it done. And, again, I don't drive. So when I first started out, my studio was all the way in Linden. Linden's, like, I know some, Linden's some far, some, some time away from me. My friends would drive me with no hesitation and sit with me my whole session and help me my whole session and promoting and doing cr- crazy wild things, you know, like, even to little things like picking me up. Like, when I'm down, literally, like, driving to my house, like, yo, come outside, put your shoes on. I don't give a fuck what you're doing. You need to get up and get some fresh air, and you need to get back on your shit. Like, my friends definitely pushed me a lot to to keep going. And then my dad, um, when I was younger, my dad definitely was like, yo, this is what you're going to do, and this is how you're going to do it, and you're mm-hmm. going to be huge. And I always kept that in the back of my head because I'm just like, I got a point to prove. I talked a lot of shit. Like, telling everybody, I'm going to be this person and I'm going to do that. I talked too much shit to not do it. And then, like, I talked too much shit to my daddy, too. Like, damn, nigga, you done told me all of this shit. And then I talked shit to you, like, yeah, and I'm going to be this bitch. And da 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 Nah, I got to do it. I ain't a liar. That is true. You can't be looked at as a liar. I ain't no cat. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, I ain't no cap. <laughs> Hell no. But nah, uh, so when did you start doing like talents, like showing your talent? Like, did you do, did you do like any talent shows and things like that and showcases? Uh-uh. I just would um drop a lot of singing videos on Facebook and like Instagram back in like 2011 up until mm-hmm. 2016. I was doing a lot of singing videos, and then that's when everybody realized, oh, like, you can sing really good. And I was like, yeah, like, da-da-da-da. So you've been doing singing, too? Yeah, I love to sing. I sing. Like, that's what I really do. That's what you started with? That's what I do for real. The rapping, like, the rap songs that I have out, it was just for fun. Yeah, we It was just to, to see if I could do it. Yeah, I used to I used to do chorus back then, too. I used to, me do, I used to be a tenor. Yeah. I never even did chorus. Yeah. You didn't do chorus? I never did chorus. Cor- I never did like none of none of that stuff. I was so like stuck in my own head to the point where I didn't want to do that. Like I didn't want to get on stage and sing or nothing because when I started dropping singing videos, everybody was like, oh, you could sing. You could do this. Now, now we get on stage and do it. And it's like, no, and nah, I don't want to do it because I feel like y'all laughing at me. Yeah. I, everything was like, I feel like everybody was laughing at me when I did anything. And they really weren't. I don't know why I thought like that. Yeah. I felt like. Like with things like that, I always felt weird with that. It was always like very weird because I was I always felt like I was a performer, like playing sports, which was different. And I always felt like that same feeling that you're talking about, like, oh man, they might laugh at me. That's why like sometimes when I do like certain interviews, like I'll be getting real awkward. Like, I don't like it when it's so many people. Like if it's one person, that's fine. But when it's like a whole group of like thirty people, like a group of people and stuff, I'm like, Oh no, nah, no, nah, like hold up. Oh. Like, are they going to start laughing at you? Are they going to start laughing you know? at you? But then it's like, yo, but then it's like you got to sometimes, like, calm down. But when did you have that moment that you felt like, yo, like, all right, let me calm the fuck down because I am that person that, like, you know, I am that person that I say I am every day and stuff like that. When do you have that moment? Um, I started having that moment when I started really paying attention to social media. Mm-hmm. Like, my feedback on social media and I started to realize I get so much more love, even like just generally, like I get so much more love than hate. Why do I even think like this? Like I get so much more love. Like people genuinely enjoy me as a person. Mm-hmm. Why am I so stuck in this this mindset of people don't like me or people are going to laugh at me or make fun of me when like, what are you going to make fun of? For real? Mm-hmm. I mean, like people are going to talk regardless. Like I went through a lot. Um in school or just young with a lot of people just hating me for the dumbest reasons. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like girl, little girl, high school shit. And I think I let that really affect me as I got into the years of being my own person. Like the ages like 14 and 15 and 16. I let that. Yeah. Like them ages. I let all that hate from the chip begins to build. Yeah. (laughs) Like I let that shit really get to my head. Like at one point I was like the most hated person in my city. By girls, though, just be like the the dumbest girls, and I let that take over my brain. And then when I started to realize, all the dudes was like fucking with you, like yo, I love her, she mad cool. Yeah, yo. and a lot of females too. It was just like all the popular girls didn't like me. Yeah, all the popular girls hated me for whatever reason they did. Now I always like being the villain. I like I like yeah, being the like, Lex Luthor. I like that shit. I was like the most popular, <laughs> most hated person at one point in my life, and I never understood why. And that shit affected me so bad. And then as I got older, I started to realize more people loved me than hated me, and loved my personality, and loved me for me. And when I got on YouTube, that did it for me. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, people love me. Oh, people really want to watch me. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all like me. 
say no more. I got a trick for y'all. Y'all ain't never gonna stop. Yeah, never gonna stop watching me now. Yeah, like never did that. When I started to actually pay attention to Mm -hmm. more positive than a negative, that's when I got over like the giving a fuck about what everybody thinks because it's way more love than hate out here. It's always Mm -hmm. gonna be more love than hate. Why keep paying attention to the negative when you could just pay attention to the positive? It's always gonna outweigh it. Yeah. So who are your top five? Top five, top five artists. Oh, Drake. Top five, top five, top five. That inspire, <laughs> that inspire you. Um, who are your top five artists that inspire you? Drake, Kaylani. Oh, you know what's funny? I interviewed her ex-girlfriend on my podcast. Who? Touche? Yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> no, that's the homie. Yo, shout out to Touche. Yeah, I love that. That's the homie, though, but yeah. I knew. I know she's from Jersey. Um, yeah. And like set, Sweetheart, like yo. Sweetheart. Yeah, I'm like I've been following Kaylani's career since she first started. Literally, like her first SoundCloud drop. Mm-hmm. Um, mad respect for Kay. Um, Drake, Kaylani. I was like really big on Alicia Keys when I was like a kid, um, because she was the only biracial like singer at the time mm-hmm. that I really fucked with. She was a biracial sent from the heavens, biracial. Yeah, biracial. like at the time. Artist sent from the heavens. She was the only <laughs> one that looked like the way she looked at the time she came mm-hmm. out. And I was really young and she, I felt like she looked like me. So I was so obsessed with her and her music. My grandmother had her CD and I would play it all day. And she mm-hmm. had this like little behind the scenes shit that I was obsessed with. Um, Aaliyah. And this is going to come as such a shocker. But Selena. Selena? <laughs> yeah, Selena was good too. Like my grandmother had the DVD and the CD, and when I got a hold of that fucking DVD when I was like seven, mm-hmm. oh, it was over. I was obsessed. I was Come obsessed on with her. Floor. Come on, my floor. <laughs> Yo, ask me to say something else. I can't say nothing else after that. Don't ask me to say nothing else after that. Right there, I can't say nothing. Yo, I know. I don't even speak Spanish, and I know her songs by heart. I don't know what it is about her that did something for me, but it was the way she looked, the way she sang. She was fly. She was so fly to me and so humble when I got to really, like, look into her as a person mm-hmm. outside of the movie. I was so obsessed. Like, it was really bad, and it lasted a few years. She was like, I even did the hair and everything. Yo, the lick, the red the lipstick, dance, everything. Oh my god! But um, I don't know. I I don't even really have like a real top five. Those are just my top five mm-hmm. most influenced, besides Drake and Kaylani that are like more in my recent years. But I don't know. They just really stood out to me. But I have a lot of influences. I'm just big on R and B. Period. So like all the R and B music that I listen to, everybody did something to me. Hmm. Everybody did something to me. If it sound good, I'm I all like for Maxwell. It. Maxwell. Yeah, Pretty Wings is my favorite song. Yo, that's amazing song. Aaliyah did it for me. Yeah. Like when I got old, older and like I want to say like ten. I feel like I was Aaliyah really into Aaliyah. Different. I was big. I was big. Yeah. What's your favorite Aaliyah, Aaliyah song? My favorite Aaliyah song. Yeah. You like Tupac mm. too? That's crazy. Oh, I had a really bad obsession with Tupac. Yeah, you probably, yeah. Like, I did a work. school project on him and I <laughs> drew him and everything. <laughs> I'll be at work and the 40 year olds be like, yeah, I remember when Pac was around. Yo, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll be like, yo, that's gross. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think I literally I'm had like, get your like, own ass out of here, Gladys. <laughs> yo, my, oh my God, hearing my mom talk about like when he was alive and Biggie was alive, it's like envy going through my body. I feel like I had like obsess- obsessive stages with like certain artists. 
from back in the day. Hmm. Like, I just got real obsessive. Like, oh, my God. Like, I want to know what they did, where they came from. How did they do it? How did they get famous? How did they start music? Like, yeah, I was, like, real obsessive with shit when I was growing up. Like, once I was attached to it, I was attached. So when I was attached to Selena, <laughs> I was attached. When I got attached to Tupac, so bad. Aaliyah, oh, my fucking God. It was just, like, horrible, <laughs> like... But anything that was good to my ears, I listened to a lot of different artists. A lot. Hmm. Like, my fucking playlist goes from Tyler, the Creator. From you listen to Tyler, the Creator? Odd Future Days. Yo, you listen to Odd Future. What's your favorite Odd Future song? My favorite Odd Future song? Future, oh, my yo. God. They have Hold this on. one. Don't tell me that shit. They have this one song where it's all of them on it. And they're running around this, like, warehouse. And Frank Ocean is on it, too. And I used to be obsessed mm, with the video. I, and I cannot think of the name of the song right now. I know the song you're talking about. I can't think of the name either, but I know what you're talking about. Yes, but I they was made like, Jasper Dave. rap. And Jasper the Yes. Rap. I know what you're Yo, talking like about. Yo, like that. Kill people, burn shit, fuck school. Like, I was like. Whoa. I liked Swag Me Out. That was one of my favorite songs, Swag yeah. Me Out. Um, Earl. Earl Sweatshirt. My favorite song nah, by him was Earl. Sunday. Nah, Earl, the song Earl. Oh, by Tyler? They, with him, Tyler, and everybody, where they start chopping up their nails, and like, that's what got him on when they put all the drugs in, and the Yo. thing. That's what got me, Yo, that's what got me onto that. I fucking hate you was um the song oh, that got she. me on to shit. And Analog. Don't start me with she. Analog like, is my second favorite one. She did like, yo, my music taste in eighth grade to seventh grade was superior. That yeah. Tumblr era. Ooh. Like, I was like on. Like too? I was fucking with ASAP yeah. for a little bit though. I feel like um, Tumblr like got him in my head, but then I got out of it. Yeah. Like I wasn't too big on him, but I was really big on underground artists like during the Tumblr era. There's a lot of underground artists that I still listen to from that era, from those songs. Mm -hmm. But like Tyler the Creator, Frank was like really big on my playlist at the time. That was like when Drake dropped like Take Care and shit oh, like that. Take um, care, man. Don't get me started with that Bronx shit. Bronx wine music. Yeah, you're, you're gonna bring some back some tears. Yo, <laughs> like there was like this um you know what Bronx whining is? No. Oh my god, so it's this thing, like this little dance movement that was super heavy up up North Jersey and in about, New York. Is it like reggae? It's like dance hall music. Lost me there. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was different like, dance yo. hall. It was a whole bunch of Spanish, like Spanish bro, kids from New York. Get so tight with me because they're like, yo, how do you not like reggae, Jacob? You're Caribbean. No, yo, it's not of, even. They'd be like, what's wrong with you? It's not even really reggae music. Like, no, just like any type of like, yeah, I'm weird. Like, you'd be like, yo, like, what's good with you, bro? How do you like, not like yo, it? I don't know. Face. Like, you'd be like, yo, get the fuck out of my. <laughs> yo. So you don't like, like, Egyptian, like, Sarani, like, like, you don't like stuff like that? Like, if you take me to a party and they start playing reggae the whole time, I might just no. lose my shit. I feel like you should, like, when you go home tonight, I want you to really look into Bronx whining. Okay, I'm going to look at Like, that. the music was so top tier. They made they made their own little genre of dance hall. It's not like reggae music at all. And their music was so fire that everybody in, I lived in Elizabeth mm -hmm. in middle school. Everybody in Elizabeth was, like, so crazy on it. We ended up making our own Bronx wine fucking team and there was this whole other team from Elizabeth is big as hell it's so big it and there is. was this team from all across the whole fucking other mm -hmm. side of the city that wanted to like battle us and we made this whole big thing on Facebook it was crazy like yeah, one. hell yeah we did we like we I don't know what the fuck we did and I don't know why we did it but it was like a move. We did a little movement in mm -hmm. fucking Elizabeth because it was a big ass movement in fucking New York. So you've been doing music now for like four years. Mm -hmm. Within these four years, what's one thing that you learned and an advice that you would give another female? Consistency but is key. Like 
consistency is the fuck key. When people say that, I feel like people let it fly. I let it, I let it fly over my head, but just be consistent. And consistency is never stopping. So, like, that also goes into play of never stop working, never stop going, you know, n- never doubt yourself. Consistency, because when you got consistency going, that just shows, like, I'm dedicated. Dedication is key. Okay. So, sure. All right, all right. So, for everything else, let's talk about your new single that's out. Do it for me. Do it for me. There's a lot of energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's the type of energy you get from watching her music video. I literally <laughs> watched your music video, and I was like, yo, I feel like I already know you already. I was like, oh. Okay, I know what type of energy she's coming. All right, cool. Great, and that, like, like, we gonna talk for days. We just gonna, I know that yo, she's coming. Literally, the energy that I give in that video is my energy in real life. No, yeah, you're not lying. It's the same energy. It's the same energy. Yeah. You're not gonna get a, a dead, dead bougie. What is the word? Hollywood. A lot of people think I'm so Hollywood until they meet me. Okay, so what went into that? What was the inspiration behind that? Gotta let everybody know. The inspiration was... We need another rap song. And I was like, okay, all right. And I went on, I searched for beats. And then I found this beat and I listened to it. And I thought that, <laughs> like, the background, I thought it was like a sample saying, do it for me, do it for me, do it. And it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't original. It just was nothing. It was music. And oh. I don't know why I thought I heard that. And that's where the do it for me came from. And then I wrote the verses down and I didn't really have the hook concept. So I sat with my CEO, my big dog, and we came up with the like do it for me concept. Like, you know, like what he was just like, what don't do it for you. What does it for you? What don't do it for you? And we went over things that don't do it for bitches, (laughs) do it for bitches. And that's where that came from. And it ended up being a really fun, dope ass vibe. And we shot the video two weeks later. Hmm. And boom, pushed it out. What was your favorite line? Because this pussy requires an investment. Too good when I leave, he be stressing. Every minute, know that nigga try to check in. If I let him get a taste, know that that's a blessing. Yeah. Because this pussy requires an investment. It's expensive coochie. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. But you got, you got her to hear first. Expensive coochie, girl. Don't be just giving his coochie out for free. Mm-mm-mm. Coochie ain't free. Pussy's worth gold. <laughs> Listen to honey. Listen to honey. Listen to honey. Listen to honey. Heard it here first. <laughs> Heard it here first. Coochie is worth gold. <laughs> worth a lot of gold. But definitely go check out Do It For Me. Go check out the video. It's on all platforms. Going crazy right now. Um, definitely, definitely anthem for the bitches, you know, for the, for the niggas too. For whoever feel it. And I'm pretty sure you're going to feel it. I'm pretty sure it's going to do it for you. Mm. So go check out Do It For Me. And BB too. I dropped a, a song called BB not too long ago. Um, like a month and some change ago. And okay. that goes crazy too. Oh, so you're dropping stuff. Yeah, I don't, yeah. There's no playing games. Like I'm Dominican trying to be... say, te pusiste la pila means you put on your battery. Say yeah. that again? Te pusiste la pila. Te pusiste la pila. No, te, la, te pusiste la pila. Te pusiste la pila. There you go. Te pusiste la pila. <laughs> yeah, I speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, but you put definitely. on your batteries, yo. You was out here. Yeah, I see you. I see you doing your thing. 
Yeah, it's no time to play. I'm, I'm tr- really trying to be like the biggest thing walking. Like by next year, I want everybody to know, honey. Even if you don't know what the fuck I look like, you gonna know my name. You gonna know a bar or two, a line, a vocal. You gonna know something. You gonna know me though. Like that's that's really my goal, for sure. All right, yo, you heard it here first. I'm Bella Susia, Bella Susia live, and we out. And we out. Go follow me on all platforms at It's Honey Baby, B-X-B-Y. Go check out both my singles, Do It For Me and BB. And they got videos, and they go crazy, and they got bad bitches, and who don't love bad bitches? They do got bad bitches in the video. I mean, bad females. Bitches. Yeah. Y'all already heard it first here. Like and subscribe, and we out. We out.